throat, you straight up flex. Poetry breaks just like my sex. Intense set, what's under that dress? Can I ask, baby, love us, what's next? Then, that vision, dream select. Lights on, so I can frame that image correct. Camera click, memory, I connect. This is the Truth to Power podcast. I'm Curious G. I'm going to try to stay on the rails with this intro because on this episode, I ain't gonna lie. I think I was a bit emotional about this one, but it's a big topic, sex. Actually, the type of sex that's between two people that are in love. But this show is about value, and we're trying to talk about it as two men. I actually would love to revisit this conversation with a woman on the show. This is not just an intro, but a goddamn invitation. If you want to come on this show and talk about sex and value, we've got the perfect spot for you. But anyways, you're not here for that shit. You're here for the show. And away we go. All right, that's that's press and play right there. We have no preparation whatsoever from a man. Freestyle, baby. It's your boy Ace Cannon. <laughs> Did you catch that, people? He is now Ace Cannon, which he always was Ace Cannon. But he, he's jealous of my goddamn cool ass name. I Curious just said G. I can't That's be the, the only one is. not having a dope name. Curious G in the house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so here it is. Give it up, dude. Give it up. Give it up. So you know the story of this song. I mean, oh yeah. Well, I do. Yes, because of what you and I have talked about in the past. Well, Rob but... and I talked about it on our segment, which is going to come at the end. Okay. Um. So people were going to be caught up on all that stuff, but you know, it isn't really about um the relationship that I was writing about when I wrote about it. This is more. I want to approach it like this. This song, what it is about to me, is two partners. Okay. Equals in a relationship, right? That have a love and an admiration for each other. They're balanced individuals. They come together and they share in this moment of sex. That's what this song is, right? So if you if you imagine it like this, this is the way I, I picture lovemaking or kissing, right? When our words fail to express how we feel for one another, our bodies can take over and say things that our words can't say. There's a connection that's happening on a conscious level that is is got this depth to it that can only come through touch, right? And in my mind, this this song is about two people that are not using sex selfishly. They're not trying to get control over the other person with their sex. This is about two people that came together and just have to have it. It's almost animalistic, right? That's why this song is called Give It Up because... The character in this song, which was me, actually, <laughs> hadn't seen his wife in, in a long time, like a couple of years. And, and we were planning at one time to meet up. And <laughs> this song was originally like, all right, baby, give it up. You know, <laughs> I'm okay. collecting a debt on your ass. But so this is this isn't this isn't really what I want to I want to talk about, though. This is just the motivation for the song. Yeah. But it's brought me to a place where I wanted to talk about sex and power and value. Right now, um, I'm going to say one thing and then I'm going to let you roll however you want to on everything I said. And I just want to add something. This is from Gandhi. It's one of my favorite quotes. It's one of the gods in my life. Gandhi said that anytime that one person imposes their will 
on another person, it is an act of violence. And go. Okay, so... Mm. Mm. <clears throat> well, power, value, imposing will. You know, obviously there's different forms of imposing will. So obviously different forms of value, which we've spoken about before. Um, obviously different values of sex, you know, like, uh, I, I think it's called Downsize and it's a movie with Matt Damon. It's uh, mm, kind of a yeah. movie, but she says that scene where she's like, what kind of fuck you give me? You get love fuck. <laughs> Tug fuck or drug fuck, you know, she goes through. So it's like different kinds of sex. And, you know, obviously we talked about power and marriages. There's a lot of time where that is. Relationship is a lot of time where that is. I have been in a relationship where it definitely was, which is funny because I was the one not putting out and therefore I was automatically cheating, which is, you know, the first sign of when you're not in a relationship and you're not having sex, someone must be doing that. But you know, value, value in that aspect is such an interesting thing because, you know, it's, it's something so primal and primitive, but it's just also, you know, you do it to, you know, procreate in a sense at the end of the day, that's, that's what, true. It, that's what it is for. And if you're going to do that with somebody, you're putting a lot of trust and value into that person. If it's not just the drunk fuck, as she would say, or something like that, you know, where mm. shit can happen. But the value of it is you're, you're willing to give up almost your freedom for the outcome of that, mm. you know, but the freedom is also, you know, it just depends how you want to look at that too. I'd say that all the time. If it depends how you want to, cause it is, it's all perspective. You know, that's one of my things and my themes in my life is perspective, but value, the value of sex and how, how someone can use it as a weapon is a dangerous tool. What was that? Was that a Pat Benatar song? Love is a battlefield. Hey, Brian, that old dog. Oh, oh the, you, no, right, I'm that's just, right. I, you know, love I, is a battlefield. I hate that, but dude, that is, though. She was a rock star, dude. I love me. And you know, he, this is actually a perfect. Is this is actually a perfect. This is actually a perfect person. I didn't even think about Pat Benatar before we got here in this episode. But how many women do you think in history haven't had the recognition that, that they should, right? Because they're, because they're fucking women, right? I'm not even going to mention like some of the people that I wanted to mention, but let's go with Pat Benatar. Right. Okay. Right. I dude, love is a battlefield. Uh, hell is for children. Dude. She had some, uh, she had a powerful voice. She had a powerful voice. How do we frame our, our female celebrities as men? Because let's be honest, the media is set for the male gaze, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so how is it that we view our female performers? Do we want them to be, as honest as Pat Benatar was in that song, Hell is for Children. Dude, what a powerful fucking song. Do we want this kind of truth to power from females? <laughs> I feel like, it, I feel dirty saying that. Why? I don't know. You shouldn't. I shouldn't. I, you, I know you're a clean guy. I don't, am. Don't I showered not too long ago. I believe that. You're a hardworking man. Hell yeah. You gotta get that musk off you. Mm. <laughs> What's up, ladies? <laughs> uh, so, but, well, the way that we, you know, the way that the media does is it's easy. I mean, you're the Hollywood princess, the box star, the bombshell, side, side piece, sidearm, arm side, candy, whatever you, eye candy. Mm -hmm. There it was. I took about 10 words to get there, but yeah, eye candy, you know, we're visual creatures. So when you have someone that steps outside the norm is always going to be controversial, you know, and that's just with anything, but with, 
you know, females, like if you notice now, it's the people who are, who are popular, especially in this day and age are people who say things that aren't supposed to be said much like, you know, Pat Benatar back in the day, I would assume since that's why you're bringing her up. That fucking, well, the, the impression I have of her, I'm not like a super Pat Benatar fan. Okay. When I was about, when I was young, I, sh- I thought she had nice pants. <laughs> mm. You know, I saw her more as a sexual object. Yeah. But as I matured, I heard some of the things that she was saying, you know what I mean? And, and, and that for me was more important, I guess, than her jeans, you know, or those leather pants. Ooh. Yeah. Which happens with a lot of things though, right? Mm. You know, you don't realize it's the rope-a-dope aspect. Mm. You know, you don't realize like we, you, you're listening. And I say that about I was just having this conversation actually with one of my coworkers, uh, who's a big hip hop guy. And we were talking about choruses and how important they are, you know, obviously, cause it's what people remember and can sing. It's easy. It's this, it's what it's catchy, but I go, but a good individual is one who can put in, you know, verses where all of a sudden someone's listening and said, what, wait, what did he say? What did she say? Mm. And then you're just, you get rope-a-dope because you don't even realize. I mean, that happens to me with Eminem all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah There's yeah, times yeah. where I'm listening. You know, I, I know a lot and then I'll just wait. I mean, stuff I've even listened to hundreds of times. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I just, I got it. I got it. You know? So that's just kind of an interesting, an interesting avenue that, you know, you don't realize what a lot of people are doing on the surface level. And we've talked about that before as well. And that's one thing even with, you know, being vindictive with sex. I mean, the same thing we're kind of talking about. You don't realize everything. It's on the surface level. Like, yeah, it just isn't like you're just not given sex or it's the power. It's the weapon. But what about all the undertones that go into that? What are you trying to get out of that? What kind of transaction are you possessing or even putting forward? You know, it's kind of an interesting thing to really think about. And everything is a deep level. Like nothing is just surface, man. There's so many things that go into it. And a lot of times, you know, because we have such quick news, little clickbait here and there, things get passed over and you don't get to sit and think about it because it's the next story already comes up or the next movie or the next song or the next single. And it's just, things happen so quickly now that nowadays it seems, you know, everything just gets kind of thrown in the wash, which is interesting to me. People are busy. We all are. I think, you know, if, if we actually break down sex as something of value, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's something that has lost value, I think, for people. Here's the here's one of the figures that I stumbled across in the last couple of days. We don't like statistics, but here we go. Well, you know, I, 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 we keep saying that, but here's here's the thing. There's a couple of things our audience should know about me. All right, the script for this show is the songs. So this is a poet's perspective of the world. And when it comes to poetry, yes, statistics, they, they don't really match up, right? CNN, they have statistics, Fox news, they'll have some statistics if they can count them up. And you know, there's, there's people are coming from perspectives is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And with that, they have those statistics to sell what they have. Right. So on, on this show, what I'm really going for is a poet's perspective, which does poetry always make sense, right? Is it always factual? Right. This is a starting place for conversations. Like right now we're talking about sex and value, but you don't have to know everything about the fucking song. Give it up. Right. But that's a good starting place for the conversation. Well, for our it's yeah. And it's relatable. Right. I mean, sex is relatable. Is relatable. We're all trying to get it. 
most of us have had it. Oh, oh, that brings me back to the statistic. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Okay, the thing that I stumbled across. <laughs> Did you like that alley oop right there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just rope a doped my yeah. partner over hell. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the rope a dope. This is an actual figure. Uh, this is a statistic that I've stumbled across. Twenty six percent of married couples have sex less than ten times a year. One in four marriages. One in four marriages. Think about that. Those numbers, 10 times. Well, 10. I, got, I, I got questions on that already. But, Ooh. Well, so are you saying that, is that a lot or a little for a married couple? I think it's a fucking little. Okay. God damn. Well, no, ab- right, my, absolutely. But if we're talking about perspective, you got to know what it is, you know? I just, I just had a, a teenage boy crack voice. I heard that. Dude, I almost felt like a 10-year-old girl, actually, for a second. Well, you don't look like one. Well, so. I don't look like one, but I felt giddy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Giddy. Is that is that a lot or is that a little that's a little little tiny yeah. tiny amount. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I sure. I mean, I was married for a long time and I'm not saying we were killing it all the goddamn time, right? But I never turned her down and I don't think she ever turned me down. And I think what 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 happened was um there was times where we were busier. You know what I mean? And this is my question. Um, I think I, I think there was times in, in those years of marriage that both of us, not just me, but both of us had lost a little bit of sight of the value of that, that connection, right? And I think this happens to people when they get busy. And this brings us back to the transactional, transformable relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I want transformable sex. You know what I mean? Um, I don't want transactional. And I think in that marriage, uh, there was points where it was transactional and there was points that it was transformable. And I think that's what happens to humans. Yeah. But I can't imagine accepting only 10 times a year. Like I couldn't imagine somebody that I would be with that would want to accept 10 times a year. Well, you wouldn't be with that person. Yeah. I don't think I could be. No. Yeah. and, And not to say that I have demands on somebody for sex. Um, I think there's some responsibility with it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and my responsibility with my sex begins before the person's in the room. In other words, I've got to be, um, I try to be healthy. I try to eat healthy, live healthy, da, 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 keep my shit balanced. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Feel like when I'm giving myself to somebody, I'm giving them something of worth. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, even if it's, even if it's just a, a booty call, I, I'm totally about the moment, right? Where... I'm going to put my best foot forward, (laughs) even if it's, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not calling it in. I'm not using my sex selfishly. I guess that's where I'm trying to go with this. There you go. Okay. Now I've got, okay, here's the thing that just brought me to another idea. Um, Do we seek sex to fulfill us or do we seek to, to bring pleasure to another person? You know, um, and, and there's there's a directional of, of energy here. Yeah. If I'm trying to be fulfilled, I'm waiting for something from the outside to fill me up. Mm-hmm. Right? If I'm that person like what I just talked about where I feel like I'm worth sharing, right? And I'm focused on her pleasure. 
I mean, if you're a dude that likes dudes or chick that likes chicks, hey, power the you, other yo. person's more pleasure. Power to you. you know what I mean? Yeah. This to, is a show that's an equal each, opportunity yeah, offensive, own, man. offensive I don't, thing. Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> like, I will offend <laughs> everybody from every direction and I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> he doesn't. I don't. No. <laughs> yes, he does. You know, I've actually had a few people make comments about the profanity. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had one buddy of mine, and he's, you know, I asked for opinions, you know, and he says uh, it might be a thing that turns people off when you hear too much of it. Yeah, you're right. And, a and, lot of fucking shit does, so turn the channel. Well, Don't no, give me fucking, no, just no, joking. No, 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 I'm, I'm, just, not, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm not I'm, here to get, uh, I'm, no, I'm just, I'm totally joking around yeah, yeah, right yeah. there. I'm a teach their own, bros, and I like, so you, I can understand that. I like, I respect people's, you know, opinions. It was, it was actually a choice by the show, like when I started thinking about this, and it, in my in my poetry, I use it, mm-hmm. right? And if I if I write a song like Banks, I'm gonna say the word fuck. Yeah, I can't help it. No, right now when we're talking about politics and banks and all that stuff, you're gonna get something on this show that you're not gonna get on CNN. Right. We're going to say, fuck banks. Right. Yeah. We're going to say, fuck this shit. They suck. You know what I mean? Because how can you talk about politics and not have to say, well, you know, fuck. Yeah. Well, and what I, one thing that I've realized, I don't, I says the way I talk and this is the truth that we're trying to bring out. Boom. You know, so that's what it is. And it, I'm not going to, you know, use my, yeah, absolutely. No problem. Oh, what, what do you think? You know, that's just not what we're going to do right here. I got bounce in my voice. I got bounce in my body, you know? So it's just like, it's going to come out. That's who I am, you know, but the, but we're going off topic. We, Dude, you had, you today had a, I'm like a meth addict. Oh, I'm bro, all over the you place. You are, but hey. I'm just excited. You're just excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Don't, but don't blow it too quick. Mm, no, don't blow no, it no. too quick. No, this is a slow build. There we go. I'm just, I'm just tickling the balls right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, on that note. <laughs> no, nah, but, but the directional of yeah. sex, right? Or do we do we want things from the outside of us to make us complete, right? Or is there something coming through us, right? There's a, a prayer. I don't know if you ever heard the prayer of St. Francis. I've heard of right? it. He talks about being a channel of peace, yeah, a yeah, channel yeah. Of, of understanding, right? So he's not the source of this energy, but it's coming through him. Right. And this is the way I view, I guess, love, right. Is that it comes through us. It's not something that comes from the outside in. If we're looking to outside things to fill us up like sex, (laughs) you're going to fall short. Sex, drug, food, anything, you know, it's what it is. Yeah. Well, what's, so I think when you're single, it's a lot different than when you're married. When you're maybe maybe it obviously dies down. I don't know. I'm not married. I've never been married. Um, I've been single for a while, and right now I'm in this dating phase of mine. And I think about that every once in a while. You know, am I just trying to have sex to have sex, or am I trying to have sex to find a partner? But that's just, like that's weird even to say it like that, because you know I don't think that you give yourself fully to anyone until you actually meet a person that you feel is worthy of giving yourself to. You know, and you have to be able to do that and have that. I've been in love once in my life and that was it. I mean, I've had a lot of really, I've had a lot of extremely hard likes with people, but there's been only one woman in my life that I was like, it's, it's yours. Mm. And then I let my ego get ahead of me when I went to college because I never cheated. You hear that ladies? I've never cheated. I'm loyal. Mm. Just like I'm loyal to the Seahawks. What's I've made up? I've made every mistake once. Yeah. And- I've made every mistake. You know, I, I've, I've, I've slept with a married woman. Mistake. Made that once. <laughs> um, cheated on my significant other um, one time. 
And it was it was a girl that I was with in high school. I was so fucking shitty to her, you know, to be honest with you. We were together, I want to say five years. And and to this day, like I think that I had somebody special in my life. Yeah. And I basically shit it. You know what I mean? I shit all over. But, you know, I was young and I was taking the advice of the bully, right? And that's not an excuse. That's that's the way it is. You know, I was I was definitely listening to my cock. I had low self-esteem. And my cock was like, dude, she likes you. <laughs> hey, she likes you. She'll touch me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Water. dark. It's a dark, lonely and, place down and here, I'm my friend. I'm listening to my dude. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, you know what? Right. You're right. You're right. It is worth it, you know. But uh, I actually had a question for you that just came up in my head. Oh. All right. So oh, I have never go. cheated. However, I have been the side piece mm. multiple times, actually. Mm. And so I don't, I've, I've definitely, see, I'm not, I'm no saint. I'm no saint, people. Oh, <laughs> no. There's no saints here. No. We are growing along mm. spiritual True that. We're lines. just 100%. But I've always thought about I've, you know, I've had friends who said that, or I've never been truly dating girls. So maybe there's an asterisk by my never cheating. Cause I've definitely been hooking up with two women at the same time. Not, mm. well, I have done, I've done that as well in you know, my life. We're, we're getting off topic here. But we're, no, no, we're not though. Okay. Because I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to trust you. Yeah. I, oh, I'm bringing this full circle, you know? So, so I think about like, what, what value did I have knowing that I'm breaking up a relationship? You know, and I think about it like, what, what was I, like, what was my part in that? Was I fulfilling someone else that wasn't getting something in their relationship? You know, what, like, I mean, I know, I know it seemed like I wasn't going to get there, but that's what I've really, I don't, I don't know. You know, I've never asked the people like, what made you, what made you cheat? Mm. You know, obviously the, the biggest answer is they weren't there for me. You're always there for me. But am I, but I think I was just there because it was pussy. <laughs> You know, I was willing to listen to someone talk for an hour, knowing that in an hour I'm going to just get busy. But that's just like the boy in me, though, to where now, you know, the women that I speak with are just way, it's way different now, you know, because I'm looking for something more serious. So every time that I speak with someone now, it's a lot more intimate. Like the conversations are more intimate. It's about long-term goals and long-term, you know, wants. And I I find it just very interesting how how different how different my conversations are because, you know, Peter Pan had to grow up, man. And, yeah. You know, yeah. that's what it was. And yeah, we all want, we all want that little Peter Pan thing, don't we? We all have it for a long time. Mm. You know, I was just talking to you before this about, you know, that same individual who, you know, I thank her, you know, the value of our sex was non-existent, but it was the greatest thing that ever happened because, you know, I became the person that I am today. And, you know, I hold, I hold that in high regards. Cause I, I don't know if I would have ever changed. I would have kept being a little boy and just always out there just trying to get mine and not really care about anybody. But once I had, you know, my heart broken, then I was like, shit, man, it's different. Mm. And that's, that's actually what got me to change, dude. When, when I look back to what those high school years, you know, is, um, is some empathy kind of came out of some things and I've realized what I had done to this person and, and all that stuff, you know what I mean? And that's really where I think we really kind of grow away from those selfish, like willing to put sex in front of the partner that we have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's like, well, as like a bargaining chip, 
Is that what you're almost saying? Like yeah. you're using it like as a bargaining chip or like, well, unless you do these things, you'll get this. No, what I'm saying or is like, it, like, like empathy, like the oh, feel, okay, feeling okay. the pain yeah. that I caused okay, okay. her, right? Because I did hurt her. Yeah. Right. And I know it. And it, it, this was the shittiest thing about me in high school, right? Is I wouldn't cheat on her. I would break up with her. And then I'd sleep with girls the cop and out. then I'd go back with the her. Classic like the week, I wasn't even, I wasn't even like a man about my cheating. I was a weak ass motherfucker about oh, my cheating. A, that's pretty funny. Well, Hey, then, you know, it's cause you cared. Well, I justified. You justified. I justified. I, I just, I said, care is just a joke. And right here's there, the, here's, dude. here's something for us, I, dude. I didn't even think about this. What value do we attach to the sex that we have in our own lives? Not even the value we put on the other person, but it's like, if I really wanted a real connection with this person, I wouldn't have been doing that. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I obviously didn't value the connection we could have had. Yeah. And what, I mean, you, you ever heard, I mean, I mean, you obviously have heard of this, but just like that feeling though, you know, cause there's times where I've had sex with people that I thought I was into and then I had sex and I was like, this was empty. Mm. And that's another thing, dude. My, this is crazy. Right. This is crazy. This is my ideal first date, though. Right. Taking a girl to the grocery store, not to a restaurant where they're going to wait on her. Right. No, I'm going to make some food for you. And I want you to pick it out. I want to watch your face. I want to watch you interact with the food that we walk through and look at at the grocery store and just the conversation surrounding it. You know, I don't want a fucking waiter walking up to the table asking stupid fucking questions. You know what I mean? How's the S car go? Breaking into my, <laughs> like, breaking fuck, into bro? my flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I got you. Right? Go, let's go to the grocery store. Fuck, fuck, I can get you some flowers at the grocery store. What you want? You know what I mean? And, but I ain't going to take you to my house now. We're going right to the hotel. And it's a nice one. It's got a kitchen. It's got a bed. And we're going to do some adult things. We're going to make some food. This is my ideal first okay. date. I thought this is what you do. This is, this is my ideal first. And Why? Why is this my ideal first date? And you can't actually ask somebody for that first date. That would be insane, right? But this is what I like, right? Is uh, let's see if the, let's see if there's a connection. Let's see if we can do basic stuff, and let's see where the sex is at, right? Because to me, to me, if that's right, that's right, and if it's wrong, it ain't never gonna be right. And it's like the the sexual attraction on the surface level. Right. Like I have to be attracted to her sexually on the surface level or I'm never going to be interested in the relationship. Yeah. Right. That's true. Like if, if there's somebody that's you don't find attractive, you know what I mean? But you like her mind. She's funny. Well, she's a, you know what I mean? Like that, that kind of stuff. And they, but you're just not sec The bully isn't on board. Nah, you can't. You can't, it's not like an old car. Remember those old cars you could push start them, you know, crank them, hand oh, crank? Oh, there's somewhere, there, well, oh, well, I didn't even do it. I was just like, yeah. Well, I do, I do, oh, yes. well you could do the hand crank and get it <laughs> going. Like, yeah, no. But if she ain't getting it going, that where's it going? We stuck. That's right. We stuck. That's right. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying now. That makes, you know, that makes sense. It's I can crazy. See why that, it's, it is crazy. It's crazy, but, but then again, like I always, it always says though, but yo, if there's a person that's going to match that with you, that's the fucking one then, dog. Mm. You know, that's one thing where I hear, you know, a lot of in relationships and stuff. Oh, well, she doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe that shit just ain't for you, dog. Why are you trying to force that shit? Like everyone is in a honeymoon phase. If it ain't working in the honeymoon phase, dog, <laughs> it ain't going to work later. It's right. just going to get worse. Right. 
You know, that's, and that's one thing I've realized. Like, oh, dude, I was Captain Save-A-Ho. And, <laughs> dude, I thought, I thought, oh, you know, just if we do these things right, oh, I can definitely help her. I can definitely. Captain <laughs> Save-A-Ho. Bro, but I was. That <laughs> is beautiful, dude. I mean, I didn't make that up. That came from somewhere before, but that's who I thought I was putting on my tantarans and doing my thing and figuring uh. this. Well, yet I never looked in the mirror and be like, yo, I need a cap to save this bro is what I need. That was me, though. That was me. Oh, shit. Cap to Save-A-Ho and Cap to Save-A-Bro. Save yeah. I feel like that's t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I if this show ever gets big enough beyond five people, we're going to have t-shirts and, and you can be a Captain Save-A-Ho. Yeah. You, you, if that's the shirt oh, that yo, you want. Oh, yo, and ladies, you can be Captain Save-A-Bro. That's right. We all need love. We all need love. <laughs> but that's that was the funny thing about it is I was, you know, like we're saying, man, like a lot of, until you have that inner peace, oh, I just had a lightning rod in my head. So until you have that inner peace with yourself, you can't give yourself to anyone like that because then it is selfish. You're looking for someone to fill the void for you. That's it. And that's it just it finally hit me. I was like, that's what I'm trying to say. And see, that's 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 my first date, right? Like it's not selfish. It's yeah. it's wanting to have that ultimate connection. Yeah. Right. Uh the food, right? Like I said, I want to be able to make the food, not order it at a restaurant. To me, that's personal. That's yeah. intimate. Right. The conversation, watching her eyes, like, what does she want? Does she want that seafood? Does she want that steak? I'm trying to see what's turning her on. Right. And I'm building that shit up from jump. I'm not waiting till we get to the fucking hotel and get to the four play. You know what I mean? That starts when we see each other. You know what I mean? And that to me is the kind of connection. No, that I, I, like. can, I can see that. You see a lot of a person is. It's even as easy as like, do you need help? Mm. You know, someone who's not there just, and that's just something as simple as that. Or, you know, saying, you know, well, you did this, I'll do this. And it's just like a true balance of somebody like that's my, there's a lot of times where people, you know, especially now there's a lot of stuff about, you know, feminism and masculinity, and it's just a common theme just on the internet. It's always happening. It's just, and it, I mean, it's always been there obviously, but I'm, I'm a dude that, you know, I'm not intimidated by powerful women, you know, it's just something that, because I, and then people will say, you know, believe what you want to believe or say whatever you want to say, but I feel like I should, I need to have someone that is, you know, my match mentally dude i like powerful women me and then you know some people and this is one thing that i've heard because one of the big things that have been on podcasts and everything that i've been listening to is about like the one percent of men you know and they're and like how they're the prize the one percent <laughs> yeah it's just like the guys who you know good looks nice good looks have money have good jobs have have security have everything they're giving women everything that they ask for you know six foot big dick all that shit it's just like i've heard this before and i look at it I go, if that's your end game, like it could work like that. But my, my end game is like happiness and growing old and laughing together and knowing that when we look back on our, like our movies, like it's romantic shit, you know, as I say, romantic and shit in the and same that, line. That, that's cool. That's a cool thing. I, I'm different. Yeah, of I'm course. Different. That's, that's different. why. And, and if you were exactly the same, then I would say like, you should never be exactly like someone else. You know, mine is different. Like I, I want to have a woman that builds a business with me you know, that does things. If she wants to do something though, I don't know how much I'm going to be like, want to follow though. That's the, that's where the caveat and shit comes in. You know, I, I don't, I don't, well, if she was making hella money, I'll stay at home and wash those dishes all day. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So I, I feel like we got to steer back to, to something here. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to put out an idea here. Okay. Right. Because we, we touched on the transactional transformable relationships, right? So I want to bring another 
comparison. And we're, we're kind of dancing around this motherfucker as it is, right? Here, here's, the, here's the comparison. Sexually empowered or sexually oppressed, right? Um, I think when you're sexually empowered, you can feel desirable. You can feel comfortable with your body, your sex, right? You can feel confident. You can feel safe, right? But with oppression in sex, we find humiliation, control, where it's not about sex, but this is why I mentioned Gandhi earlier, violence. And here's my question. In our society today, are we more comfortable with violence or nudity? Are we more comfortable with violence or sex, right? Think about television and all that shit. Violence. Oh. It wasn't even a question. Ah. You don't have, you don't have, it's really rare that sex is on the five o'clock news. I mean, which is hilarious because everything is sexualized, but violence, man. So I, what do we value? What do we value then? Well, I mean, as Americans, yeah. or, as Americans, bro, we, they try to preach war all day. <laughs> like colonialism, like conquering. So it's, you know, it's, it's that. And I mean, the easiest way to, I mean, you believe what you want to believe, but I mean, you just, sex is powerful. So you just get people in positions that have sex then you can blackmail them. I mean, that's what the whole Epstein Island was about. Do you remember, do you remember Monica? Monica Lewinsky? Mm, yeah. Of course. Okay. What's your impression? I mean, a young woman gets to have relations with the most powerful man on the planet. Right. Period. She was probably, she was probably, well, she, I, I'm not going to say probably, she was in love with the dude. She said that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, imagine. Now, what is your impression of her now? Me? Yeah. I mean, I, I just, well, as I've gotten, you know, I've been, I actually have no, I mean, it's just a position of power. It's just a young, I don't, I, well, I don't think about Monica Lewinsky on like very often, but now, you know, I just say she was just put in a compromising position Many, maybe many positions. And she, she was almost made to look like the bad guy in the whole thing mm. to do. And it's like, she took, like, she took advantage of him. And I was like, wait, what? She was actually, she was actually, and she talks about this. She does a, a Ted talk. Okay. If, if you've never heard her no, Ted I'm, I'm talk. I'm going to check that out. And I'm going to tell everybody right now. Check out Monica Lewinsky's TED Talk. She became one of my heroes listening to her speak. This is a human being that has endured um, great hardship and come through it with a very powerful message. Today, there's so many teen suicides, right? Because of this age of social media. And she was probably the pioneer of, of sexual humiliation when it comes to internet and things like that. Yeah. Right. They didn't, they didn't call it like sexual humiliation and bullying and all that stuff when, when she was going through her, you know, situation. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but, you know, in, in her TED talk, she talks about that. And to me, she has come through all of that to share a message fearlessly for people that are now dealing with those things, the, the, the shame, right. Surrounding their sex. Um, and the, the way that we frame everything instantly on, on social media and, and TV and all that stuff. So, 
Um, well, my, yeah, it can dude. also be a blind message though too, where a lot of people use that to justify. She went through a lot more. Some some guys and girls is like, yeah, bro, you just sleep around though. You know, it's just like you have no value for yourself. She, we don't even know anything about her, but they made it look like she was. I mean, a slut for better word, lack of a better words. There's like there there's slut. there's a nice profane word, right? So think about profanity. I I do have a special place in my heart for profanity, but what, here's here's something. Right. You said slut. What, what else could you call somebody that sexually promiscuous if they're a woman? Right. Oh, a hoe, a hoe, whore. You know, there's there's some names. Yeah. Right. But if you look at profanity. Right. So many of our words, our curse words directed towards women um, have hate like that. Right. How many are there that are directed towards men? Well, it's funny because you. I'm I'm like I don't even call women bitches, but I call men bitches now. So there's that one. But um, see, that's that's but, kind of calling them like a a, a woman bitchy woman, right? Because we 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 attribute that to yeah, well, a female. Because I mean, but it's, it's just but it okay. I I've thought about this a lot. Okay, and <laughs> what you got on the shelf? Yeah, man. man. All right, so it's <clears throat> all right. So it's it's a value thing, right? Mm. Well, when a woman has value, right? Like her value is her purity. Or chastity, to me. Maybe. Depends I mean, on the woman. But it de- well, it depends on what you want to talk about. This is me talking right now. <laughs> okay. So this is who I am. But I'm going to say, you know, why would you, like, women Women end up going, to, and I'm going to talk about men too. So this, it ain't just one-sided here because it's the same thing. It's, you know, why would you, like a woman gets ran through, let's just say, all right? Now, she, like, and she talks about her like she's a high-value woman. Like, she thinks that she, like, owns, like, Ferrari prices when you're just, like, a used Honda. Mm-hmm. You know, now you go from like a guy aspect of this, a guy who goes through all these women and just is a fuck boy, you know, it's, it's, it's a crazy thing because I think, and this is going to make well, me sound what, horrible. What do you call the dude that smashes ass? We call well, him a stud. Well, you right? could, I mean, now it's just called the fuck boy. Oh, is that what the term that's is what the now? New kids, yeah, that's oh, what they the don't call kid. him studs no more? Nah, no one says stud anymore. Nobody. I mean, I, I haven't said the word stud, except we're talking about tires recently. What about player? Do they say player anymore? Uh, yeah, he's a player, I guess so. But it's just- I ain't fuck playing, boy, but fuck I crush boys. a lot. Yeah, yeah. I ain't a player. I just crush a lot. No doubt. <laughs> Shout out to big or fat, fat Joe. Big pun. Big pun. Yeah, big. no doubt. Um, but yeah, so it's just it's just that thing. And it's, it's just a really interesting thing because it is. But at the end of the day, it's just something that's kind of interesting that, you know, Men, as they have more sex, their value actually goes up in society, which is so crazy mm. because, I mean, it is the double standard, but it's also when you're a man that is, you know, wanted by a lot of women, you know, you can, you are able, like if a lot of women wanted you, that means that you had some kind of value, you know, to where, to it's, them. and, but it's hard for men to have sex. Like you have to put in work. Like, it's not like you have to have game. You have to have status. You have to have these things to do that. As a woman, you could probably walk outside and just be like, who wants to fuck me? Yeah. And someone, somebody would say yes to where, you know, a guy who, you know, it's why guys have like VIP tables and shit. It's like they want to show status, you know? So you're saying if I stood on the corner out there with a big ass sign that said dick, one dollar. Yeah, you, the police are coming. <laughs> I couldn't afford a dollar whopper, man. Somebody wouldn't stop by. I mean, not even a redneck. Boy. Well, I can say, I can tell you this though: a woman could do it for free, and she'll definitely get more. Oh, 
I, you know, I don't even know. I, I don't even know how to balance myself out in this conversation. <laughs> there's not. I mean, it's just my. There's nothing to balance. It was just an opinion. I think that's why. Well, see, this is this is a value thing. This you know, is the point that I'm making here. I might be so fucked up. I don't even know that I'm fucked up when it comes to sex and viewing and talking about women. Right. I think that sexism is bigger than racism. I think it's the biggest social issue that we have. Really? Right. I, I really do. Interesting. I really do. Okay. And, and this is why, right. When I was writing, you know, when I was, what I've written some things, I'm not going to tell everybody everything I've written, but I wanted to write on a topic of sexism and I run stuff by people. Ooh, people got like that feeling that goes up the spine. They didn't like that shit. Women did not like that shit, right? Like the things that I wanted to approach, right? Um, but you can walk, write about race all day. People are okay with that. But sexism is a different thing. Like let's let's go back to the profanity. Give me some profane words towards a man. I mean, broke, useless, trash. Those are adjectives. That's not that's not something that you can take all no, those but I'm words. Saying, but but those are all they're all nouns though too. It's right, that person. right, but you can't tell that we're talking about a man. Oh, right. That, he, when well, you say when you say whore, most of the time people are going to think that you're talking about a woman. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So what are the yeah. what are the names that surround males when it comes to profanity? Well, it's it's funny because it's all derived from women. You're right. Son of a bitch. Like, it's like that, son of a bitch. Like motherfucker. Motherfucker. You're a exactly. pussy. Pussy. Yes. Yeah. You call somebody a man yeah. a bitch. Like we say a you mitch. Weak Right? A man bitch? Mitch? Oh, I thought that was a Mexican bitch, but you know. Oh, is that? Oh, no, I, I'm just I fucking with you. I'm just Mexican, so I had to throw that out there. No, no. I like that. That was some truth in that gas, though. I like that. No, I got what you're saying. Yo, it is. It is. But is there a profane word towards a man that doesn't involve a woman? I mean, I guess not, but I just, you don't There's hear. There's one. Well. Bastard. Well, yeah. Bastard. Yeah. yeah, that was that was the loving name that the church had given to boys or people when they're born, when their parents aren't married. Yeah, they were going to remind you from the day you were born, the day you're dead. Hey, you're a bastard. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I, I am, you know, like but I know I am. But all of profanity, and this is the thing. This is the thing that I look at with with profanity. Interesting. I've never all, thought about that. All of profanity comes from a place of oppression. Yeah, there isn't one word in profanity. That, and this is why I'm adamant on this show about talking freely with profanity, right? It might turn some people off, but I am in, in the end, like I go against people that are oppressive. And I think that censorship gets us to think the same. When you start to control people's language, you're controlling the way that they think, right? Yeah. Um, and if you look at the, the profanity that surrounds male and women, you know, men and women, um, I think there's a reason why so much of our profanity attacks women, right? Because men have had more power through history. Well, they all, they, they're the only ones who've had power through history. Not the only ones. There's been, there's been you some talk, women in history that well, have had that, some power. That's exceptions to the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Everything. I mean, you can talk about patriarchy all you want, but it's like, yeah, I mean, there was a land full of women. It's just like men would just overtake them because <laughs> I mean, they're just physically more dominant. It's like, that's real science. And that's just, obviously you can tell a lot about what I said today about what I, this is a good episode to really, for me, like I, I think everything else has been pretty, 
I don't even know how to, I don't even, it's been very, I don't even want to say it's been pretty gray, but I think this one was like black or white with me today. It's like, bro, this is how I feel. This is why it is mm. these ways. And I think out of all the episodes so far, this was like the one where I was, you know, almost like, there's no doubt in my mind, particular things where sometimes I'm like, oh, it's this, it's this. But this one, I felt like, well, let me blur some lines, please. Okay. I like getting a little blurry. You know what an OnlyFans girl is? Of course. Okay. Um, are you an advocate of, do you, do you think that they're doing something that's okay? I, as, as an opinion, I'm not, oh, I'm I not saying I that mean, your opinion's right, but I'm just no, saying, yeah, how do you well, feel? I mean, do you feel like they're, okay, I'll, 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 I'll go first. <laughs> well, you obviously had an opinion, so. I yeah. do have an opinion. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think in some ways that they are empowered. Yeah. Right. And this is why. Um, I'm a construction worker. I work with my body. An OnlyFans girl works with her body. If I can do my job a little bit safer, right, I'm going to do it safer, right? OnlyFans girls, if you're going to put it in a classification as a sex worker, yeah, right, just like a stripper, bikini barista, these are all sex workers in some, you know, form or fashion, even though they're not, you know, maybe selling pussy, right? <laughs> but they are a sex worker, right? They're working for the male gaze, right? Mm -hmm. uh, an OnlyFans girl is able to do it in a safe environment. Usually their home or fucking wherever. I don't know. I've never even looked at one of these <laughs> OnlyFans girl sites things, but- Oh, I have. I, I have a friend that's an OnlyFans girl. Yeah. Would you want that to be your right? girl? And her and I have had these conversations. Which yeah. girl? I mean, would you, would you want, could you have your girl doing OnlyFans? Which, which girl? Doesn't, I mean, your girl. My, 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 the girl I the girl I'm you're interested, with. I'm, well, I'm not gonna really with no, anybody. But I say that, let's just say, I'm would, interested would, in you, somebody. would you be okay with your girlfriend being an OnlyFans girl? Um, I don't think that I would have to give her permission for that. Interesting. I really don't. Um, so yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, you, I, you just opened up a big conversation. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to go someplace with, yeah, I apologize. with, with the OnlyFans girl, right? Not that I can't talk about what you just broached mm -hmm. there. Oh, I know you can. I can, you can talk, talk about, any you can talk about anything, fan. brother. You can talk about anything. I am anything. not afraid of being fucking wrong. Yeah, absolutely. I'm or wrong judged. All, I'm wrong all the time and judged all the time. You know, if you say anything in this world, there's going to be 10 motherfuckers that are right there yeah. to judge but you. But we went off your topic. You were finishing up, though. Yeah. That's, that's my bad. So I have a friend that's, a, that's an OnlyFans girl, right? Let's just say. And... um Never seen her site or any of that stuff, but I do appreciate the fact that she can do it from the safety of her home, right? She's not at risk, right? Now, when you watch shows like Sopranos, Sex in the City, any show on television, right? How are women framed on that show sexually on those shows, right? They're, they're framed for the male gaze, but who's making more money off that female putting herself out there if she takes off her top? It's not usually the actress that's taken off her top. It's usually the people that are, that are putting money into it. So an OnlyFans girl in many ways is in more control of their money. And me, as a construction worker, if I could be more in control of my money, right, I will be. I'm in a union. Unions make us a little bit more in control of our money because it's, it's collective bargaining, right? If I walk into the boss's office and ask for a raise, they could tell me to go f fuck myself, but if a thousand of us walk in and ask for a raise, it's a little harder to do that, right? So we become in more control of our money being in a union. An OnlyFans girl is in control of A, her product, 
right? And the money attached to that product. So in some ways, being an OnlyFans girl is empowered sexuality. And I understand that some people that are in that world, you know, are in it for the wrong reasons. Maybe they're not fucking stable in some way, you know, just like uh, human trafficking and all this stuff. People end up in the world of sex, right? In bad, dark places. But that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about the only fan girl that decides that she wants to do this to make some money. Do I judge her by what she does with her body? I don't. I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, do I want to watch her OnlyFans site? No, I don't. And why not? Because I don't want to look. You know, I don't want to look at you and then touch myself. I want to find somebody who's going to touch me. <laughs> that to me is more exciting than fucking sex through a screen. You know, but then again, you got sex through a screen is safer for the dude too. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to get any fucking herpes from fucking watching somebody on an OnlyFans thing. You're not going to get AIDS, right? So the sex worker thing, like it it brings up some interesting questions. And I like the comparison between a construction worker and an OnlyFans girl, because I think that they have taken the power of their sex where our media doesn't empower them, right? Right. It doesn't really empower women to be free with their sex, right? It's framed for the male gaze. And I enjoy it. (laughs) Thank you, all all the people that do that, you know. But what do you think of those points? Are there points? Well, I mean, we all hoes. We all hoes to something. That's, That's one way of putting it. I mean, everyone does. I mean, we're all trying to get that bag, right? As a construction worker, I'm definitely a You're hoe. You're putting up your body. I, I am. That's my point. Your, and I, I know, but I'm, I, I mean, I was, I just, we're all hoes, bro. We, we can be, we yeah. can be. And I'm just, and not even necessarily, I mean, just saying like everyone's putting even time, energy, effort to go get what they need to survive. You know, people are using their assets, whatever they got. Mm. You know, I'm not more power to you. I mean, you know, obviously it's not, you know, that's a whole nother conversation we have just depend. I mean. Did you know this? Animals will have sex for pleasure and use their sex in trade for resources. Yeah. All animals. All animals. All animals. Yeah. I and, and on this episode, I usually don't talk about what's coming. Like, you know, that little section at the end where I kind of rant and try to be funny, right? When? What are you talking about? You, no. Oh, you, <laughs> no, just, I just that's it with you. <laughs> you. You're funny, bro. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Know. Okay. So in this particular episode, I focus on animals. <laughs> and the reason is, is because I wanted to, I wanted to make a comparison between animals and their sex and us, because I think there's a, a thing that, that people tend to think that animals are better people than we are. <laughs> Dude, they're worse. <laughs> they're worse. They're yes, worse. They're worse. I'm not saying everybody thinks that. But- no. But, but I've think, thought that about But I don't think people I've do think that like that. And I, think do peop- I think people do think like that you sometimes. You think? Bro, I they do. There's constant murderers. Oh, people think dogs are angels. Bro, are you joking me? My, my dog was shifty, dude. Jack Jack oh. was shifty. Bro, your cat, if it was any bigger, it would eat you. <laughs> dude, they would. They, I mean, they would. So you don't have a lion as, or like a tiger as a pet, bro. There's never been a good, a good story about having a pet as a tiger. <laughs> But or I, tiger as a pet. That was the wrong way of saying it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I like framing the the sexuality of 
well, the, the act of sex through animals. I <laughs> <laughs> was worded so beautifully. Just, just because I think that we place like, like so many morals, right? That come from places, right? Religion's a big place, right? Mm-hmm. That, that our morals come from. So we make up these rules for right and wrong, and then we impose it on the world. And sex is one of those things that, oh, I think that you shouldn't be an OnlyFans girl, right? Or I think that gay sex is wrong. Well, animals don't think so. Animals are doing some fucking gay fucking, dude. Hard gay fucking. <laughs> my dog, my dog Jack, that some motherfucker hard was gay fucking. Super gay, dude. And I love that dog, but that motherfucker was gay, gay, gay. (laughs) I mean, super gay. Like, if a female dog came around, he was not interested. If a male dog came around, he was licking cock. That was how gay my dog was. Dude, he was super gay. I'm just saying. (laughs) That just... Oh, my God. Now, should I judge him? Should I see him as a weak dog? No. I mean, he's dead now. He's obviously rest weak in peace. now. Yeah, it's rest in peace, Jack. But, you know, Jack, Jack, should I see him as like being less than? Because I'm a straight dude, right? Right? Should I view that as gay people or gay dogs? <laughs> you know? No. No. Thank you. <laughs> Is that okay. What no. We're, we're better now. All right. Good. Well, hey, more power to the dogs. Okay, here's an interesting figure, and I, I, I kind of mentioned this, I think, in the comedy section. Um, every animal that they've ever looked at takes part in gay sex, except for uh, the, the um, amoeba. Yeah, that's the only one that they so far they've hmm. discovered doesn't. Oh, but it's asexual, and it doesn't need sex to reproduce. But all the other ones, gay, 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 super gay. And and this is nature's way of keeping the population down, right? Okay. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> dude, I've looked at a lot of animals I've, 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 in the I've, last week, I've, and I don't is, know dude, why. The, it's just so it's funny. It's just the way I wanted to frame things. This well, is, you had to put in, you had to do your research. I appreciate you being so dedicated to the game. No, I like to frame things in different ways, right? Because we could talk about humans all the day long. Right, but when we get down to animals, they do some fucked up shit. Well, I mean, we are animals, bro. We are animals. Yeah, but we have all these morals attached to our sex that mm-hmm. animals don't. But we we also have the ability. To, I mean, we're when you're ape, when you're the apex predator, it's what you got to do. Mm. You know, you're able to set the precedent for everything. To where we we look at animals. I mean, a secondary. You know, this is what it is. But I mean. Like a, one of my favorite things, you, you, one of my favorite lines though that they have is, you think a deer knows what time it is? Mm. You know, but I guarantee you, you do. <laughs> Take that for what it's worth. <laughs> That's my, my big contribution to this episode right there. You know, I think I was too excited for this episode because I feel like my brain is just bounced from one thing to the other through it, this whole thing. You know what? In, in, it's of course it's going to it when you when you told me about it the the topic last week you know whenever we spoke about it uh you know you just said sex and i would just go well that can go anywhere i mean it's a pretty what do you want to talk about it but we talked see we bounced everywhere though and i we we did but i think it's all right though because everything had to do with it though you know, there wasn't anything, I mean, we probably said some shit that was dumb, which we constantly do, but <laughs> yeah, it's more often than not, but we, uh, 
but it was. It stayed on topic. Everything had to do with value, with sex, with It's a worth. big topic, dude. I mean, it can, dude, it's... And we'll come back to sex at some point because I'm just that motherfucker, right? I'm just that dude that's going to want to talk about that. But where we are in this show, the show, these this little group of songs, like we started off with propaganda, first few episodes, yeah, and then we kind of worked our way into value, yeah, right? And sex and value is a big thing. And I think when everything boils down is how do we value sex personally? Right? Is it something that we're committed to have good sex? Are we committed to be vulnerable to our partner and fucking open up to that person and meet them on a level playing field, so to speak? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. It to each their own, baby. I just want somebody's face in the pillow. Oh my god! <laughs> I just want someone sitting on my. What's up? So that, that brings up an interesting idea of control, right? Like yeah. who's running the show? Who's running the show? Now I've been the person in relationships running the show and I've been on the other side of the table where somebody else has been in control, right? And I think that sometimes when you're in a relationship, especially a long period fucking relationship, sometimes those dynamics shift. Yeah, for sure. You know, but is that really where I want to be is in that place of control, it, it depends. No, I don't, I control, I don't think control is ever good. Same, you same, know, I control agree. Control is not, is not good. But I think one, a, a different way is, do I want to be the position of leadership is another way of looking at it. You know, so you, do I want to be the leader of this relationship and be willing to take the losses for this? You know, like you have to, so meaning, meaning as, you know, if I'm going to be the one who is, let's just be the leader. I don't like the word control. I actually, I don't say hate a lot, but I hate people who try to control other people. It's just, it's just manipulation is disgusting to me. But when you, but if you're willing to be the leader of something, like you're saying, everyone takes roles of being leaders at certain times. And that's like what a strong dynamic is, I think, with a partner. That there's sometimes like you lead and there's sometimes where, you know, she leads. And it's where you where you can pick each other up every once in a while. Cause you know, in society, it's always like a guy has to be strong. Mm. It's like what they say, you know, you have to be that guy. You have to be this. Well, shit, man, sometimes I'm feeling like shit. I'm vulnerable. I don't think I'm good enough. You know, I just don't think my worth is very high right now. And that's where, you know, you have a good partner. She's going to remind you of your worth and remind you like, no, we're going to get there together, baby. Now it's my turn. Mm. You know, like there's times where, like I've the dopest thing of I had when I was in my relationship was my girl would take me out on dates. And I thought that was awesome because she was just like, you do a lot for me. Let me do some stuff for you. Dude, I got the nicest gift yesterday. I, I, I will remember this moment. It's over there. You can see that motherfucker shining up. It looks like a moon over there. Oh, oh, on okay. the table there. Okay. I was like, where am I looking, man? There's paintings. I was like, I've, now, seen, those every, I've seen those every week, man. That, now, no, I got what you're saying. I got, yeah. that, I got that given to me as a gift uh, yesterday. And I'll tell you why it was so special to me. Because I believe in my heart that the farther we get away from nature, the more unnatural we become. 
So I try to connect to nature as often as I can. And the way that I personally connect to nature is I watch the moon because no matter where I am, if I'm in the city, I can see that motherfucker. If I'm in the woods, I can see that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Unless it's clouded, right? Obviously. I got, <laughs> yes. But I, but I look for it. I try to make that connection in nature because I can't always go out there and hug a fucking tree, right? But I can always look for the moon. Now, the reason why I look for the moon it goes back to this uh, full moon ceremony that I attended when I was young. It kind of got my attention spiritually as a practice, right? And and it was a Native American ceremony. It's not anything weird, right? And I wasn't in there in the woods with witches dancing around. You know? <laughs> this Native American festival thing, you would take like a handful of tobacco, drop it into the fire on the full moon. And the, the tobacco represented um, something that you wanted to let go of in your life, right? Let's say procrastination, right? You want to let go of it. So you, it represented that thing that you let go of. And then you made the decision to try to focus on being on time, not putting things off, being responsible with your time. So you try to replace it, right? So this was the full moon ceremony I attended in my twenties. So I've, I've held that practice since my twenties where I pay attention to the moon. And when the full moon is there, it's a little bit of a time of self-reflection, Mm. It's like once a month, every 28 days. Go on. And this is why I knew on, on the night that we started the podcast, it was a full moon. And then when we did, I think episode five, it was a full moon. Cause I pay attention to that shit. Right. Mm -hmm. So this gift that, that this person gave to me, right. She heard like Bro. who I am Bro. and, and picked out this perfect gift. Bro. Now is, is that sex? Cause that is sex to me right? Is the, the awareness of the other person and bringing pleasure to them without any like expectation, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's a gift, you know? And I've had very few gifts that have been something that has touched me like that. You know what I mean? Hmm. But is that sex? When somebody connects to you as an individual and knows who you are and what you want, what you need, thinks about it and gives it to you, is that sex? It's sexy. It's sexy. It's Hell not, yeah. It's not sex. Why not? Why not? Because, I mean, it's just because it's in the actual act. Like it's, I get what you're saying. Where does sex begin though? No, I, okay. But that's, but now, now that's the surface level shit, what you're talking about. Mm. Like, the, yeah, well, obviously that would be the initiation of attraction someone's listening. It's all those things that you're talking about. It definitely is. But to get, it's all of those things that succumb to finally the event of actually having sex and good sex, emotional sex, giving yourself to someone is encompassed with everything that has come on with it. So it's, I mean, at the end of the day, the gift is maybe a component of the good sex, but it's not, I don't feel like it's the act of sex. Dude, we are, we are fucking way out of time. But I, really, we, we are. I think we've gone way over oh, late shit, long. Bro. Well, uh, hey, man. But you're making some good points, dude. And I really want to continue this conversation. I almost, I almost would like to say, let's keep this motherfucker going next week. But Part we, two. We got some shit coming up next hey. week. But maybe we could work it up. Maybe <clears throat> we could work it into that topic. Bro, it's like we doing a podcast or something. You know, there's Holy only shit. one there's only one thing that I think that we should have when it comes to the conversation of sex. There's a little more of it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad at that. I ain't uh, mad at that. But you you said some I'll, I'll be thinking about I think about everything you say cuz I 
Respect you as a friend. Okay, so uh, before we get out of the room, Mr. Uh, Ace Cannon over there. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I like that better. Anyway, to be Ace honest Cannon's with you. I, 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 like I think that's a good name I like for it. you. I like you, it too. You, you my motherfucking Ace. You. That's what you are. But but getting back to that, you know, that that gift. Right. And this is the reason why I think that that there's sex before the actual invasion into the erogenous zones. Right. Those are some nice words. Well, I'm a penetrator. That's what I do. I've got the instrument to penetrate. Right. I'm not. You say some shit sometimes. It just blows my mind, bro. It blows my mind. Well, you know. No, I like. You're just so poetic. I like it. There's a book. The chalice and the the fucking blade, right? And it's a book that's written about. It was from a woman's perspective about female sexuality and male sexuality, and we were we were we were described as the blade, right? So, getting back to the the gift and and sex, right? There is a place that we let somebody know that that we see them, and that's bringing in that connection. Absolutely. Yes. Now, now marriage, wedding ring, right? The wedding ring is a symbol of sanctification. Yes. It is. Do you know what sanctification means? I mean, bringing together. No. Sanctification means to be set apart from. Oh, exactly. So every everything that is within that wedding ring, right? Sanctification has been set apart. Hmm. Has been set apart from everything that's outside of it. So if I'm in a marriage and my wife and hmm. I have this sanctified oh, marriage. That, that's what that means? We have set apart. Oh, bro, I've used that word wrong so many times. We have set apart our love from all the other types of fucking love and sex in the world because yeah. it's special, right? That's That was the idea of the wedding ring. That's actually also the same idea of the crown, the promise to God, the sanctification, right? As God's, as God's people, you're set apart from the world and you're set to God, right? This is sanctification, Damn. right? Yeah. So to me, sex is where I start to value um, that, that connection, right? And it can begin with a touch on the hand. It doesn't have to be invasion into the erogenous zones. It could be a gift. No, I get what you're saying, man. And that had me open. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. And and it's not, I mean, it's the fact that I, you know, when I'm with someone, I I, I hear as, as little as I listen. So it's bringing just your favorite candy bar. Mm. Something as simple as that, you know. Ooh, I uh, like raspberries and chocolate. I'll bring them bitches well, raspberries and chocolate. Well, don't be surprised if you find some of those coming your way soon. <laughs> but but some no raspberries and chocolate. <laughs> yeah, boy, what you know about that? No. Uh. But I'm just saying it's those little things. It's the things that, you know, the small, small amounts that just the small things that keep coming together that bring it all together. And it's those things. So I get I get what you're saying. Okay. I mean, it makes sense what you're saying. I don't necessarily see the moon as sex. No, I don't either. Dude, it was just I the, know it I'm was just, the I'm not an idiot, <laughs> but I'm saying that well, I am an idiot. Let me rephrase that. But I just I see like it's the action behind it of caring about someone so much that they listen to what you're saying. And they gave you they gave you something that was unexpected. You didn't I mean you were ready for the gift. But they were listening to everything you have said. That's it just it. shows. Yes. That's it. I felt. I felt like they saw me. They saw you. Yes. Yeah. And that's really what I want. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, we've 
We've been stroking this beast all fucking day and way and it, too long. We and it just comes need to blow to our an load. End. Yeah. yeah, it comes it's to time an to end. give it up, baby. Give yeah. it up. Give it up. So I am Curious G. And I'm Ace Cannon. And this was Sex, Power, Value, Oppression, and Vulnerability. That mm. <laughs> sounded vulnerable. <laughs> all right, we're out. Yo, let's not lose that audio check Your words move me to a deeper connect For now, dress on, panties off I like the tone of your throat so soft Alright, so I don't know if you know this about the song Give It Up But that was the only beat that we made for a long time Like, we didn't work together for a little while Because I'd got laid off Yes, And okay, I was yes. still I was still trying to pay for my mother's house, right? Like, I'm, yeah. I, by this time, I got all that shit straightened out, and I'd been sending money off to yeah, him. And, yeah. dude, you know, I was stretched thin with the finances. And then, uh, I shouldn't say that I got laid off. So, the, the company, I'm a union dude, and, and the, the builder got fired off the project uh, by the investor. And we all showed up for work on April Fool's Day, and the fucking building was locked up, and we weren't going to get the fuck in. Um, so all of us had no job and I didn't even know, uh, you know, if I was going to be able to make financially, a lot of things happen in my regular life, despite the project. Right. But, you know, on unemployment and fucking cat counting every cent and all that, dude, when, when the week that I did give it up, I had to do give it up. I had to do it. And I took every dime I had at that moment, um, to put into that beat, believe it or not. You know what I mean? That that's, is a that's how hungry up April I was. Fool's Day. You guys showed up to work, didn't even know, and the shit's locked. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, you know, money. Things happen funny around money, dude. And, and I remember um, that was the only one that we did for a while because didn't we go, oh, man, it, it's been a while. Will we go on like a three, two, three month hiatus? It was a while, Sean. And not, looking back, so I'm like, I was, damn. I was out of work for like six weeks. Yes, yes. And I think I had to get a couple paychecks together before I started coming out of the financial situation that I was in. Um, yeah, th things were tight because I was, I was taking care of multiple things besides just my own living at that time. No, absolutely, um, absolutely. You're taking care of business now. What? Um, what inspired uh, Give It Up, writing-wise? You don't know. You don't know? I don't. So I, my wife of 18 years, dude, we're, we're, we're separated, but, um, you know, she's up in Canada. I'm down here in Florida, or I, I came from Florida and came out to Washington, but we weren't, we weren't seeing each other physically, right? Like, we're doing this long-distance thing, working to a place where we could get back together. And this was lyrics that I wrote for her because I hadn't seen her, touched my wife in almost two years. You know what I mean? So that's that's why this is a song of passion, man. It is a song of passion, right? And um, this was kind of like, baby, I'm coming and you're going to give it up. And, it, you know, like, like we have a, we have a debt to settle you and I, you know what I mean? So this was a song about two people that were soulmates, you know, in love, um, and married for all those years that, um, were taking care of their parents and couldn't see each other. And, and can you imagine the type of reconnection that you would have with your wife after a couple of years, you know? Um, so I put my soul in the lyrics of this song and then lo and behold, <laughs> before we built the fucking beat, um, she tells me that she had met another man and she was moving on. So yeah. I guess while I was thinking about her, she was getting some of that 
with good loving on her own. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Um, what you might not know is the music. You know why that is a classical Spanish guitar that we mixed into that beat? Yeah, why? Why is that? Oh, that is because of Victoria. I had met Victoria from Venezuela. And um, yeah, she she took the brunt of my sexual energy. Uh, <laughs> her and I became friends and all that type of stuff, but we never really progressed in our relationship. Um, it was more of let's take care of some business with this type thing. Um and I tell you, it was just as beautiful with her as I kind of pictured with my wife, you know what I mean? And um, it moved me to want to dedicate the music to her. Um, and I told her, I said, you know, when this song comes out, you're going to know when that music plays that the words weren't written for you. The words were written for my wife, but I couldn't finish it with her. You know what I mean? Yes. And so we took it in that Spanish feeling, you know what I mean? All because of Miss Victoria. <laughs> Lovely. Miss Victoria. That's freaking awesome. Uh, Give It Up To Me is such a fucking fun, bouncy track. Um, It's iconic at this point to me because of the, uh, (laughs) I don't know if I can say this on the podcast, but the moaning sound effects we found on Splice or whatever. (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. Like, there's, there's some things about that song. It's got one of my favorite lyrics I've ever written in my life in that song. Which one's that? Uh, if in these words have begun to hit, sweet talk ain't all the feel good this tongue can get. Mm, mm. Give it up. You know what I'm saying? Like that ends out the first verse. You know what I mean? And, and you know, that whole song, like if you look at the lyrics of that, like um, it is not like sex that's filthy. It is like um, it's a beautiful beautiful way to put things in that song. But there's a little bit of an animalistic type thing because, you know, when you're, when you got that good fucking going on, sometimes it's a little animalistic, you know what I mean? Like my wife and I, we would, we would do some things and um, have a good time, but it never got old with her. And I don't think it ever got old for her, you know what I mean? (laughs) After all those years, Um, you know, and there was a little bit of that animalistic side of things that came out. So um, I've always been uh, a sexual person. I'm, I tend to be open about that shit. Um, she was uh, French, French Canadian. She didn't speak English till she was 22. So she definitely was not repressed. You know what I mean? Like and, her culture is a sexual culture. And it was cool uh, to see you get to express that uh, on this particular record. It was like no holds barred. It wasn't like graphic or anything like that. It was tastefully done, but there's some parts that's not for the faint of heart. Like if you're, you know what I mean? Like if you're not used to hearing the words like fuck and stuff like that. Ugh. No, there's no profanity. There's no profanity in that song. And really? That's the interesting you thing. did not say fuck one time and give it up? Not, not one time, dude. Wow. I, I say fuck at church, but I didn't say it during that song um, because uh, I wanted to keep things a certain way, thinking that this might be unlike banks, right? Like banks might right. never ever break anywhere. Right. But this, I felt like it could. I felt like it could be a great song. Right. And I wanted to write a great song for my wife um, at the time. Um, but I still think it's a great song. In fact, I think it's even better because it's got that Spanish guitar and it's just a different, it's just a different feeling and it fits. It Dude, does. It, fits. it does. Did you, when, when, I remember when, when you sent, um, the sample to chop or whatever, the Spanish guitar. Did you originally, when you were writing it, like 
think of having Spanish guitar in it or were you thinking No, 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 no. I was thinking about I was thinking about my wife and I was gonna try to do something that would connect to her culture. Which, you know, after she said, Hey, I'm I'm leaving you for another dude, right? <laughs> I'm sitting looking at these lyrics going, What am I gonna do with this? You know what's crazy? Um, when you first send me these lyrics before we even made the beat, because how we usually do, you send me the lyrics, dude, you give me like a day or two to kind of think of it. Sometimes you'll bounce some ideas off, or sometimes I'll just go, all systems go. When I read the lyrics, I don't know why. Like, I don't know if our viewers are like familiar with like Prince's Emancipation album, but there's like a song on there, and this was way more toned down version. It's like, you sexy motherfucker. I don't know. I oh, yeah. Love that song. Dude, love you know what song. I'm talking about? It, it was giving me, oh, yeah. like, when I was reading it, that's what I envisioned we were going to make for it. But then when we found the Spanish guitar, it just fits so damn well. But it still has that kind of bounce. Does it not, Sean, a little bit? That's what we're, I kind of want to do that, that sexy funk type shit. But it kind of went a different direction, and it came out even better than I heard in my head before we even started Picking up the keyboard, you know what I mean? Like, it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, uh, you know, I have not really done a sex song other than this one, although there's a lot of it in yeah. my um, in my lyrics. Like, there's a lot of sex in my lyrics, and I guess there's a lot in my conversation. Because, right. um, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I feel it, man. Um, but one of the things I really like about this song is I like made a focus to say that I wanted to connect with more than just her physically. Right. So if you look in that first verse, right. Mm -hmm. Um, it talks about like her standing in front of me, that vision dream mm -hmm. select mm -hmm. lights on. So I could frame that image. Correct. Camera click memory. I can never forget. So I'm talking about the way she looks. Right. But then I go, yo, let's not lose that audio check. Right now I'm getting down to her soul, right? right? Your words move me to that deeper connect. And then I get sexy with her, right? For now, dress on, panties off. <laughs> I like that tone of your throat so soft. You wrap words around every thought like notes that strike just the way you rock. Mm. So I'm talking about I'm talking about the connection with the human that's standing in front of me, you know? And um What's funny is I didn't really have a connection with Miss Victoria like that. Mm -hmm. Um but the way we touched each other, it did. You know, she was amazing. She's just wasn't very uh, age appropriate. Let's put it that way. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, she's she's an adult, but she's in her 20s, dude. And um, she doesn't want to be with an old man like my ass, right? Um, but it was it was good because she actually kind of got me through, you know, the the time, you know, when, when my heart was fucking broken. Um you know, and I didn't want to be that dude. It was very important to me that the next relationship I got into that I didn't view women harshly. So I've, I've focused on building friendships with women since, you know, my marriage ended yes. over the course of this whole year. And, um, that particular person that I had met, like, um, she was just a perfect, perfect girl to, um, kind of get to know physically even though it would never go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, uh, she was completely giving and we were able to have that connection. And that actually helped me to finish this song. If it wasn't for her, I don't think this song would have ever been anything. I think it would have bundled up the lyrics and thrown them in the fucking garbage, to be honest with you. Perfect. My lyrics work. You feel me on your neck with that rhythm of breath and it hits like sex. I whisper. Andres. Why do we choose dogs as pets? Other animals are intelligent, 
and cute, like dolphins. They are so smart, and they understand what it means to drown. They will help humans, actually, who have been shipwrecked not to drown. Amazing. Guess what? Flipper also really likes to fuck. Dolphins will fuck just for fun. It's true. Dolphins are aggressive predators, and males will often participate in gang-raping female dolphins. Holy shit. Groups of male dolphins will single out a female, getting her away from the other female dolphins, who are probably thinking, huh, her? Fuck her. Thank God it's not me. Oh, and if the targeted dolphin tries to escape, the male dolphins will make sinister sounds to intimidate the female, smacking her with their tail, biting the female. Then the group of male dolphins rape her repeatedly. <laughs> In fact, they like sex so much that a male bottlenose dolphin had been observed wrapping a live wiggling eel around its own penis for non-penetrative genital stimulation. There are these masturbating, gang-raping dolphins who mentally torture, physically intimidate, and emotionally batter other dolphins. Just imagine the mental state of a female dolphin. <laughs> they must be batshit crazy. And people say animals are better than us. No. No, they're not. Not when it comes to the rules that we've made up for our behavior. Plus... Most humans actually do smell better. Another animal that could have become our pet based on cuteness level and intelligence. Otters. Oh, my God, you have seen these cute little hands of the otters. But you think it's hard to explain to Jimmy why the family dog is humping his leg. <laughs> Try explaining otters. Otters are more disturbed than dolphins. They will use those cute little hands to hold female otter's head underwater while they put the meat to Mrs. Otter. Now, do they need to hold her head underwater to give her the old beaver basher? <laughs> no, not at all. They do it for kicks. Otters will also, if unable to find another otter, settle for raping a baby seal. <laughs> not only are otters... Baby seal rapists, but they're crossing dangerously into depravity, bedding a completely separate species. They will hold that baby seal's head underwater beyond the point of death. I said, God damn. Then these sick bastards will continue to mount the body for up to a week of this dead infant seal. He or she doesn't matter to the otter. I mean, even John Wayne Gacy would back away from a horny otter. Then there's ducks. What about ducks? Would you like to bring home Daffy or Donald? Some people have these horror shows right in their backyard. Ducks, when bored, have been known to become cannibals. <laughs> How did it escalate so quickly from floating around the pond to eating Bill? I imagine people doing this, you know, like as humans, right? You have your friends over. Maybe it's game night. I don't know how you do it. It's Friday night after work. Everybody's playing drunk twister. Someone sighs. 
holy cow am I bored. No sooner than this unsuspecting dullard utters these words than, ha, watch out, here comes Susan. She buries a meat cleaver into Baxter's furrowed brow. Fire up the grill and get out the box wine, honey. The shit just got real. Now, imagine the bored, frustrated duck that wants to break up the day. Mr. Duck visits another duck's nest, suddenly grabbing an egg. And I assume prepared to fuck Mama Duck up if she has a goddamn thing to quack about. Then, our self-entertaining mallard cracks the egg open, bites down, crushing a fully formed fucking baby duck. Usually the head of the chick will get snapped, making a whacking crack as it upturns the head, swallowing the whole goddamn duck right down his gullet. Now, if this fails to alleviate the boredom dilemma of our sadistic duck and his need to create some merriment throughout his humdrum day... (laughs) Then this deranged duck will share in the same enthusiasm for the female species as the dolphin, becoming a brutal rapist of other fucking ducks. No female? No problem. Duck on duck prison-like sex. That is why we pick dogs. We prefer our pets to be basically more like us, a bit sexually repressed. Maybe there's just something in the water. Dolphins, otters, ducks. (laughs) No, it can't be that. Truth is, most animals are kind of screwed up. (laughs) It's not just us. Some of our furry little friends are sicker than German porn. Did you know this? Most animals, most, have been found to take part in sex for social interaction. Also to demonstrate dominance over other members of the group. Sure, they do it for sexual stimulation, but also aggression relief. Or to exchange for some significant resources. (laughs) I mean, the idea that other species have hoes trading ass for goods is truly an eye-opener. Oh, thank you, science. Also, animals engage constantly in non-procreative sexual activities without penetration, such as oral sex, anal play, masturbating oneself, or a friend. They do perform acts of affection and at times go outside the species just to fuck. Look, most animals, despite God making them, have really no issue with homosexual behavior either, especially the giraffe. 94% of the time, it is male-on-male giraffe sex. Unicorns don't have shit on these awkward long-necked fairies. How many varieties of animals will have sex with other dead animals, you may wonder? Maybe perhaps because they lack the cognitive abilities to notice. Or, here's most likely the case... They just want to get some, and they really don't care if the other animal moves around or not, or even pretends to like it. Look, animals are not only self-pleasuring, rapists, seeking a good time, but will also happen to take part in pedophilia on a regular basis, and they will engage in the pleasures of the flesh and fur with juveniles. Animals are just like the worst of us. Knocking futs. Well, here's a fun thought. Imagine Noah's Ark. The love 
of boat. It's exciting and new. Here's the ugly truth. When it comes to going gay, mammals have been sword fighting throughout history. More than 1,500 species so far and counting participate in homosexuality. The only exceptions ever found not to take part in gay summer lovin' so far have been sea urchins. <laughs> urchins don't have sex at all, by the way. So, why all the masturbation in gay sex if the God-given instinct is simply to reproduce? Well, perhaps animals like us just like practicing. <laughs> Female ele elephants will actually join together using their trunks to get off other lesbian elephants. And I would bet money that the male elephants, they like to watch. Porcupines. Porcupines are known to prefer sex with toys <laughs> as opposed to having a partner. <laughs> well, no shit. Fucking porcupines. That's the one animal that takes more uncomfortable pricks than the female dolphin. <laughs> Weird. Oh, here's one that's interesting. The male walrus. Among the most flexible of all animals. Did you know this? The fucking male walrus. They can enjoy moonlight nights at the bay. Manual self-stimulation. And are known to perform oral sex on themselves. <laughs> The male walrus tends to keep to themselves, and you won't catch them starting a lot of shit. Look, many of these animals would have no shot to replace the family dog, but we should keep in mind that Mother Nature is filled with sexual aggression, sexism, rape, incest, homosexuality, pedophilia, and cannibalism. Not that different from living in Florida. Animals like us, can be twisted. But we as humans are really not doing too bad with this on a whole. Our dogs may take part in some mild homosexual behavior, some casual, hardly noticing leg raping. They may get jealous of any animal who tries to muscle in on the human they own. Yes, it's true, dogs deserves to sell more bumper stickers. Dog is my co-pilot, which here's an interesting fact, more popular than the, <laughs> the God is my co-pilot bumper sticker art, three to one. <laughs> but I would say so far as all of creation goes, God seems fairly popular with the gays, despite what you may have read in the Bible. Well, that was our episode seven, Give It Up, dealing with sex and value. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. I don't know about you, but I kind of feel like we never really did finish. <laughs> but that's okay. We'll have to bring this one back around at some point. I'm sure it's going to happen. Uh, sexuality is a topic that we really can't get away from in our society. And uh, if we are not talking about it, there's probably a problem with our conversation, to be honest with you, on this show. Because this is something that affects us all. Um, 
Next week, we're going to be uh, framing a different topic through a song called Let Me Work This. Let Me Work This is about the art that I make. It is about the artists I have not met yet. I believe in artists helping artists. This is one of the things that this show believes in. I want to try to have a place that people can come together with a voice and their voices through their art. Right now, I'm making a lot of this shit for this show, but guess what? This thing ain't about me, and I don't want it to be. So I'm looking for artists. I'm looking for people that want to get busy. And um, I think the world deserves a better form of art. I've been buying the tickets. I've seen the films fast and furiously off the rails, man. Um, and I don't really value what's being sold. If you value what we're doing with this show and some of the topics that we've been talking about, I'm hoping that you'll support the show by spreading the word. Um, we eventually are going to have some way for people to actually donate to this show. I think we might have something already, and I might have even been the one that set it up, but I don't know. I haven't checked on that shit. As you could tell, that ain't my thing. I'm just going to keep this creative stuff going and keep the conversation going, and I'm hoping you guys will support us in some way. Spread the word. Truth to power. I'm Curious G. Talk with you next week. Expose my audio, here's the spark. There's blood in the water, so where's the sharks? Yeah, it's dark, but we got all these torches. Let's light the spotlights and all the worthless. Swerve back into the way we work this. Art raises up against those that hurt us. Damn, don't know if I said this, but yo, get this. It's all about artists lifting artists. Come on, man. I know how hard hard is. I've been down here in the trenches. Got a vision, brah. Pull out your wrenches. Uh. Dare I say you need to let me work this Dare I say you need to let me work this Swole up solid like I live with dirt is Swole up solid like I live with dirt is Let me work young blood, I put the heart in Art lights the spark mm. as I ignite the surface Art lights the spark as I ignite the surface Just let me work this 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 Casting call, all you all talent hunted Quickly, like your clock jaws, but you gotta want it. Let's get busy filming shit, stacking tracks, start spinning hits, bust the bricks to the stage and rip. Maybe we're just talking shit whenever we feel that rhythm hit. You know I'm talking like a president from the chest, hard press, tooth resident. Relax, you all, I ain't sweating shit. Just wanna make art that's relevant. Cause I'm weary of all them reels, like I seen the film before. Hollywood's fresh out of new ideas Get right, got wrong, right through the door Hollywood's old ass tired feel Repackaged, soulless meals Rewatch, rewind, then conceal Slow digest, them lies reveal No wonder they split that swish of sweet Pack that right back with weed Helps to swallow the undressed appeal Of the shit they sell that don't feel real uh. 
Dare I say you need to let me work this Swole up solid like I live where dirt is Let me work young blood I put the hurt in My heart lights the spark as I ignite the surface Dare I say you need to let me work this Swole up solid like I live where dirt is Let me work young blood I put the hurt in My heart lights the spark as I ignite the surface Let me work this 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 Got that framework to make this game work I know how chains work, I've been in them since birth Wanna hit this with quickness Loose lips sink ships, my lips fit rebirth Let them who wear chains move down to Cali Seattle artists hit hardest Pitch, this ain't the valley We get savvy with the way we rally I got hungry all around me I'm that artist lifting artists from darkness Templates lock them creatives into a harness Free falling into hardness Huh, I thought we all like softness Yo, by now I think you caught this Either you felt that spark, you decide to walk As for the rest, we just need to flex We don't need to talk Dare I say you need to let me work this Swole up solid like I live with dirt is Let me work young bloods I put the hurt in My heart lights the spark So I ignite the surface Dare I say you need to let me work this Swole up solid like I live with dirt is Let me work young blood I put the hurt in My heart lights the spark So I ignite the surface Dare I say Let me work this Let me work this Let me work this Let me work this Just let me work this